Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We had a couple blockbuster trades in the Western Hockey League to tell you about. Now that the World Juniors are over, we will tell you that Edmonton's Matt Savoy has been traded by Wenatchee to the Moose Jaw Warriors. Now, the Warriors already have Denton Matejchuk, uh, Braden Yeager, who are on Team Canada. Yeager Furcus, the Seattle pick, ended up on Team Canada at the end as a depth player because Savoy got injured, and they got Wojtek Port from the Oil Kings. So Moose Jaw's loaded up. And Connor Geeky has been traded by Wenatchee to Swift Current. So the wild reloading, of course, Wenatchee used to be in Winnipeg, formerly the Kootenai Ice. There you go. That's a bit of an update on the WHL. The Oil Kings, by the way, are on a 4-0-1 run right now on their BC Tour so far after only winning 10 of their first 30 games this season. To the Farm Report with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional bathroom renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. Hello, Colin. How are you? Doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. All right. Uh, one of the themes, and this started because Ron McLean, we opened, uh, was stuck in the middle uh, with you by Steelers Wheel because today uh, on the state back in 2011, Jerry Rafferty passed away, and Jerry Rafferty also had Baker Street. And I did not know this, that that was the favorite song for Ron McLean, who joins us every Thursday. Louis DeBrusque uh, rolled out a little uh, Thunderstruck uh, from. ACDC. What's your uh, favorite song? Uh, I would say one that that's up there is uh, "Beautiful Day" uh, by U2. Yeah. So. Just just for you, call. This going. is what happens when you go undefeated in seven games in regulation. <laughs> I love that song as well. I have a dream of when that song gets played. Okay. The heart is a blue. That's all I'm going to say. You can figure out what that dream is. So we're hoping to get there. Undefeated in seven, and last night you roared back from a 5-2 deficit in the third period and eked out a 6-5 shootout victory. Are you guys just feeling it right now, or what's going on there? Yeah, I I think, you know, if you look back at the the last three, you know, we – we we played a hell of a game uh, uh, Friday against San Jose, and they kind of outfoxed us, sort of like we did to Abbotsford last night. And uh, you know we should have locked the game down and won a regulation, and we let it slip away. Still got a point, 
And then, you know, we go back to uh, San Jose the night later and back to back. And, uh, um, you know, we play a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty solid game, but a li- little sleepy in the second period. I'll get to my point is that, you know, you know, yesterday probably wasn't, uh, um, you know, we had some moments that wasn't our best game, but um, I think when you're, there's good belief in your team, you know, uh, um, is, is playing hard. Uh, you, the offense starts to come, and we've defended well all year. We've had, you know, we've had some some problems scoring, and uh, you know, it was nice to see. Uh, uh, we, you know, we we give our goaltender some run support, and uh, like you said, winning uh, a shootout. So. All right. Uh, well, the uh, we've talked a lot about Olivier Rodriguez and, and Jack Campbell this year, and uh, Olivier. I, I know I saw part of it. it. Looked like did he get run last Friday night against? Uh, Trying to think, San Jose. Did he get run in that game? Yeah, yeah, it was Saber, and he bumped him pretty good, actually. And uh, you know, it was um, it was uh, he, he kind of he did, he kind of, he almost he didn't look himself, and you know, he got checked out by the doctors. He seemed like you know, Sly and I we chatted throughout the game. He said he felt fine. He seemed like he was a little bit off, but um, you know, he seemed to be fine. And then you know, Jack, uh, Jack ended up playing the, the second on the back to back. And, uh, after the first period, which is tough when you're, you know, you travel on the back to back and, and you, when you talk about junior hockey or college hockey, uh, or, you know, whenever you're on TV saying, Oh, back to back, it's not that hard, but you know, when there's the pressure and the detail and, and the overnight travel, like it, it, it is actually quite difficult, but, uh, you know, Jack really settled in really nicely after the first period, he made some big saves and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, really was a big part of helping our team to the win all right uh, you're gonna get some help and uh, but before we talk about the help you're gonna get it forward just the thought on getting ben gleason back to your defense and what a difference that's made for your team colin yeah uh, ben is a he, he's a he's a gamer you know he's an intense guy uh you know he, he's barking at guys in practice he, he holds his teammates accountable he, he loves the game he's passionate but the the interesting part about him is he's uh He's got a high level of confidence to uh, to pull a spinorama or to to hold the puck and, and have some patience. And uh, we saw that uh, you know in the back to back for San Jose, you know he he got the shot blocked and and lots of guys sometimes if they turn the puck over or they get set blocked they chip it in and they you know they just kind of uh, are are, uh, are um, uh, you know just um, playing it safe and. You know, he got the puck back. He took an extra second. He got his head up, and it was a great screen by Lane Peterson, and you know, end up being the eventual game winner. But he, he's someone that that can uh, that can make plays, uh, and then he can he can influence the game. You know, so um, you know he, he's done that. Uh, He's done that the, the last few games, and you know he was part of being on the six on five there uh, uh, last night as well uh, to to be part of the game time goal. Colin Chalk is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. He joins us for Wave Bathroom Renovations. You're going to get some more help. Dylan Holloway is going to go down. I, I got to tell you, Colin. Part of me is thinking the guy's an NHL player. I don't care that he's been out for six weeks. He should be here. The Oilers. I look at the makeup of the Oilers' bottom six and say there's a spot there for Dylan Holloway all day, but he hasn't played for six weeks. I'm just wondering how much thought has gone. Is he going to be playing wing? Is he going to be playing center? Where do you see him suiting up for you uh, tomorrow when you guys are in San Diego? Yeah, well, you know, obviously, as you know, I have had Dylan parts of the uh, parts of the last two years, right? He always played wing for us, and you know, we always played both special teams and uh, and good skater. He ha- he has that it factor, you know. I'm a big Dylan Holloway uh, supporter, fan, etc. 
had a good relationship with them, but you know, um, from up, you know, we're getting some direction, obviously, from up top, and and uh, we're going to put Dylan in the middle. So, you know, we're uh, we're excited about that. I know he has a little bit of experience there and uh, playing in college, but uh, he has not played that position uh, for us in, in Bakersfield. But um, you know, I know he had, there was a little bit of test pilot there, around a little bit in Edmonton, right? And then he'll but he'll do it tomorrow night and. Uh, you know we're we're excited to uh, to to be called on uh, and 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 help the big club when we can. Uh, so when he played at Wisconsin, uh, a former teammate of mine, Guy Gadowski, coaches Penn State, and in one weekend against Penn State, I think he took uh, over uh, fifty faceoffs and went like thirty eight, thirty nine for like fifty one, fifty two. He's a left shot. Is there a chance you would have a right shot? With them uh, out on the ice that could maybe help them out in the faceoff circle. Have you thought, without giving away the Cadbury, do you want to share who you're going to play them with? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know talking with with uh, with Keith and and getting uh, you know you know when, when you're dealing with uh, uh, like you said an NHL player and a prospect, you want to make sure that you're getting everybody's input, right? Whether it's Ken, Keith, or our staff, the broadcaster, uh, making, <laughs> the broadcast. <laughs> or just you know, like you're you're trying to work, you know, you're trying to work together. I think you know, like you're you're confident as the head coach, right? But you yeah. you, you want to you want to bring people in, and 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 uh, at the end of the day, you understand that's your decision. But um, you know, you you want to make sure that you're not missing things, and you're also making people people feel important, right? And. Uh, um, so we're we're gonna put we talked to Lane Peterson. He's gonna go on the right side, and I think it also I don't want to say insulates him, but you got a guy that can take a face off, right? You right. got a guy on the right side that uh, you know for all those little intangibles. If there's an icing, he gets kicked out. Maybe maybe he's. Uh, He's not hot. He's not feeling it. And, uh, you know, he's a man about it and says, Lane, go in there, uh, you know, and take the draw. So, um, you know, we're thinking that. And uh, with Rafi Lavoie on the, on the left side. Uh, so, you know, we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how that, uh, how that shakes out tomorrow. All right, great stuff. That is uh, Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Connors. And it's interesting with, with uh, you know, the face-offs. I mean, just think last year uh, with Noah Philp. Right, like how far he came in the face-off circle during the course of the season for you, because I know at times you guys had him in the wing in the first, I don't know, 12 to 15 games by the end of the year, and I know he ultimately elected to retire. Maybe he decides to retire. He went through a brutal personal matter, but uh, just, uh, I mean, guys can improve, and you were you relied on on Noah a lot as the season were on last year, didn't you? Oh man, Noah, we miss Noah. I tell you, uh, you know, person. Uh, you know his shot, his his uh, his sneaky speed, his body. Um, you know, you know the the butt is is in the beginning of the year. Like you said, he was in the forty percent, and we couldn't couldn't put him. We didn't feel he didn't have the warm and fuzzy. You know, but then it was around that end of November. I had a you know it was a good you know good conversation with Noah. We ended up scratching him for one game, and he's like, "Chalker, I would really love to be in center and like you know put me there." I asked him, and he and. Uh, He's like, I, w- I would love nothing more than that. And after that day, he never moved from the right, from the, uh, from you know, taking big draws and and being that right center, which you know, everybody's looking for. And, and we know, we know what the big club needs. Uh, yeah. You know, you've talked about 
right? So it's unfortunate because we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into him and scoring 19 goals, and there was such a bright – it looked like there was a bright future. But, as you know, sometimes uh, there's there's bigger things than, than the game of hockey, and, you know, and uh, it's uh, it is what it is. But we, we miss Noah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quick rip on uh, Philip Broberg because uh, I I saw a bit of the game last night. Some people that saw more of the game thought he was exceptional last uh, last night for you. Yeah, he, he he's a horse. He, he's a horse. He uh, um, you know he's, he's he's playing tons of minutes and he can skate. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I believe there's something there. Like, you know, we chatted earlier on him about, you know, when he was, when he just got here and he was, he was that skinny, um, you know, first rounder and kind of figuring out North American hockey. He's become a man. He hasn't, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. He hasn't played a lot of hockey in three years yep. and it's not one's fault. It's just, that's just the way it goes. You know, you're up, you're down, you're in the national league. You're, it's you're, you're judged on a nightly basis. And, uh, but I think he, I feel like he believes in us as, as coaches. He believes in the guys here. The guys like him. They believe in him. He helps our team. Uh, we're, we're helping him. Uh, he's playing, you know, sometimes, I mean, I, I think it was the game before he played 31 minutes. Like it's, it's, uh, it's almost like astronomical minutes. Uh, but he's also earning it. We're not just, sho- we're not just shoveling him out the door. There's some accountability there. Right. And that, that's also part of developing. So, but he, he's been a real bright spot. Colin, awesome stuff. Best of luck this weekend against San Diego. We'll move you back to your, uh, because the last two Mondays we haven't had shows. We'll, we'll try to maybe hook up you with Brendan on Monday uh, next week as I'm flying with the Oilers to uh, Chicago. But thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Okay, safe travels. Don't forget my intro song, all right? Yeah, I know. Nicely done. There you go. Good job. That is uh, Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. He joins us, and that's the farm report. For Wave Bathroom Renovations, professional bathroom renovations built right, hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. Brendan, 22nd rip. Dylan Holloway, Colin Chalk telling us on a line with Lane Peterson on the right side and Raphael Lavoie on the left. I'm digging that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I like that a lot, considering what we saw out of Peterson, not only in the preseason, but as I mentioned earlier in the show, he was uh, contributing as recently as that last night against Abbotsford, in which he tied that game in the dying seconds. So it looks like he's going to have an opportunity for the offense to be there. A couple big bodies and hard workers to play with, too. Reed Wilkins is going to update us as we get ready for the skills competition over at Rogers Place. Brendan will have this day in order's history. It is. 649 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. That is uh, Reed Wilkins' favorite song. He's a big fan of Def Leppard. And Reed Wilkins is over at Rogers Place as he's mere minutes away from uh, hosting uh, his show Inside Sports as the skills competition gets rolling with Tony Brar and Cam Moon on the ice. Hello, Reed. How you doing? The most infectious hook in rock history. Pour some sugar on me. What a chorus, Bob. They just bring the power now, on was, that one. now, do you know the story of how that song was written? Please tell me. Because I think you of all people would appreciate this, this because you appreciate hard work and good ideas and perseverance. And Def Leppard demonstrated all those things in the making of that album, Hysteria, of which they thought was finished. Had, they had 11 songs done. Uh, Joe Elliott and Mutt Lang were the only guys in the studio. They were finishing the, the vocals for another song on the album. And they had a guitar that the just kind of sitting around that you know band members could plunk away at come up with riffs and Joe Elliott 
picked it up and started singing Pour Some Sugar On Me. And Mutt Lang goes, what is that? And Joe's like, I don't know, it's just an idea I've had. And Mutt was like, he's the producer of the album, for people who don't know. He says, that's the best hook I've heard in five or ten years. we got to record that. And they called the rest of the band back and said, I uh, hate to break it to you guys, the album's not done. We have to record this song. And uh, they reluctantly at first, but then realized, yeah, we're making a product. And we've busted our butts on this album, and we think we got another song. So they they, they did that song in a couple of weeks, and it's obviously now the, one of the defining tracks of their career. And Mutt Lang, of course, as you know, was married to Shania Twain for, I don't know, about 15, 16 years. He was, yes, yes. no longer. And considerably older than Shania as well. All right, uh, <laughs> there you have it. Like, at least... 15 to 17 years older. What do you got coming up tonight on Inside Sports Street? I will keep everybody updated on uh, at least the first half of the skills competition. Mark Lejoie is on the show. The Oil Kings are doing great. He's up to 250 uh, WHL games, which is incredible. And Ian Herbers, Golden Bears head coach, will join me as well. All right. Great stuff, Reid. Thank you. There we go. Let's read Wilkins Inside Sports. As we go to list Dan Oilers history, it is presented by New West Travel. Hey, we're going to Dallas. Check it out, newwesttravel.com. Oilers now road trips to Nashville and Montreal sold out. Dallas in April. And we've already got a bunch of people ready to get going on that one as well. Brendan Escott's going to go way back in the day. Well, maybe not as far back as you would think. I'm going to leave this one for you because I want to look at this day in 2007 when this happened. Bergeron fanning on his pass and then gave it away to Stefan and he goes in and he, <laughs> he fell. And now here's a long pass to off Sakura to Ryan Smith in front of Hipsky. And ultimately, they didn't go on to win that game. I believe they dropped it in overtime, the Oilers did, to Dallas. Is that correct? They lost a game to Dallas earlier in the year in a blown call. And Mac T lost it. And then they got the free point back. Was it Mick Magoo it by was, any chance? Yes, it was. So <laughs> so a couple guys that are no longer with us in all that sequences there. So there you have it. Yeah, good stuff. Great stuff, Brendan. Uh, we'll pass on the fact that back in the state, 1984, Wayne Gretzky had four goals and eight points in two periods as the Oilers knocked off the Minnesota North Stars 12-8. The great one had two shifts in the third. Guess who was shadowing him? Brian Lawton. Tomorrow, daily face-offs. Oh, there we go. What? Is Frank bad to the ball? I don't know. Daily face-offs, Frank Cervelli for Horse Racing Alberta Experience Live Standard Bid Racing Friday in January with a new 7.30 post time at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. View the full schedule at thehorses.com. That's Daily Face-offs, Frank Cervelli. Throwback Friday tomorrow as well with Conlon Motorsports. Thank you very much, music maestro over there, Kellen Kennedy and Brendan S. Scott and the gang. Thank you to everybody for listening and participating in the interactive elements of the show. Off to a global news weather traffic update with it. Uh, with Thomas Dias, followed by Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, live from the Oilers Skills Competition at Rogers Place. Fire.